Welcome to Sano Health Bursts. I'm Heather Richards, Nutritional Therapist, Director of Nutrition at Sano and Nutrition Lead for the College of Medicine. Sano Health Bursts are short, informative, practical sessions discussing food, nutrition and lifestyle, helping you live a healthier life. Today we're going to look at some of the things that can hinder weight loss. There's nothing more frustrating than making the commitment to lose weight and making dietary changes, but not seeing significant results. Equally challenging is achieving your goals only to regain the original weight loss and sometimes more after a short period of time. Supermarket shelves are packed with low calorie and low fat foods as well as meal replacement drinks and shakes. You can join slimming clubs, subscribe to meal and exercise plans and dedicated weight loss programs. So if there's so many solutions available to help us lose weight, why are we not achieving our goals of weight loss? Why is chronic illness still increasing? Perhaps it's worth looking at how we arrived at our current position in the first place, and that can help us understand where we might be going wrong. It's important to look at both the food we're eating and our lifestyle behaviours. Starting with food, if we eat too much or the wrong type of food, it can result in weight gain and resistance to weight loss. The rise in processed and convenience food alongside busier lifestyles has changed the standard diet. Eating a diet of freshly prepared food is no longer commonplace and has been exchanged for one that's prepared for us, full of preservatives, additives, inflammatory vegetable oils and simple sugars. Convenience is now the priority whether that comes in the form of packaged supermarket food or takeaway meals. Unfortunately, that convenience can be detrimental to our health. Simple sugars have no nutritional value and when blood sugar levels are high, glucose is transported into the cells to be used as an energy source. However, cells have an upper ceiling on the amount they can intake and any surplus is converted into and stored as fat. And vegetable oils and spreads result in inflammation and chronic disease. It's ironic that diet or weight loss food is mainly processed. Rather than choosing these foods, focus on eating a real food diet, preparing as much as you can yourself. This will help you reduce simple sugars and processed vegetable oils. But what about the quantity of food we eat? Weight loss programs are often focused on calorie counting and restriction rather than the type and quality of the food. They can leave you hungry, nutrient deficient and uninspired. Food should be enjoyed. Repeatedly eating the same food or meal replacement is not interesting or sustainable. It's true that if we eat more food than needed for our metabolic needs, we will gain weight. It is easy to overindulge on foods containing simple sugars. However, when you eat a real food diet focused on protein, healthy fats and complex carbohydrates, it's hard to overeat. Let's compare having access to an unlimited amount of meat, fish, vegetables, beans and pulses with an unlimited amount of processed foods, i.e. cereals, bread, ready meals, pizzas, pasta, biscuits and crisps, etc. It's highly unlikely you will overeat on real food. There's only a certain amount that you really want. It's irrelevant whether the processed foods are labelled as low calorie or not. You'll still be able to overeat on them and not feel satisfied. So what about if you're eating a real food diet, you aren't overeating for your metabolic needs and you're still struggling with weight? 
In this case, it's important to look at your lifestyle. Just as our modern day lifestyles have driven us to convenience foods, they commonly result in chronic stress, impaired sleep, and a lack of exercise. We're constantly bombarded with information, emails, social media, and social activities, and it's difficult to take a breath to assess our lives. Stress results in the release of glucose from the liver to provide energy to deal with the stressor. This is good when we're faced by an an acute stress and need an immediate burst of energy. However, the same mechanism occurs when you're chronically stressed sitting at your desk, driving the kids from one activity to another, or burning the midnight oil. Constant release of glucose into the bloodstream results in chronically high blood sugar levels above your metabolic needs with consequential fat storage and inflammation. Chronic stress and a busy lifestyle often results in inadequate and impaired sleep. Sleep deprivation impacts the hormones insulin, leptin and ghrelin, leading to an increase in appetite and food intake, a lack of energy and a craving for sugar. Consistent sleep deprivation can result in weight gain, poor blood sugar management and the development of fat in the abdominal cavity. Let's look at exercise. Exercise is important, but that doesn't mean you need to start pounding the streets or turning up at the gym at 6am. If you enjoy those activities, then of course they will be beneficial. However, what's more important is that you exercise in ways that are enjoyable, supportive for your health and are sustainable within your lifestyle. Exercise is often thought of with the sole aim of burning calories, enabling you to eat. This is not a good mindset and can drive disordered eating. Instead, think of exercise as increasing insulin sensitivity, improving your mood and positivity, and building muscular strength. When we're insulin resistant, we're unable to efficiently take the glucose into the cells for energy and consequently we convert it to fat. Everything you do to achieve weight loss should be sustainable. It should be a lifestyle change to avoid subsequent weight gain. If you set yourself unrealistic exercise goals, then you may grow to despise the exercise. Also, when we're beginning our weight loss journey, we may be self-conscious about being unfit and wearing fitness clothes. Find exercise that you enjoy as well as ways of moving more within the day. Walk instead of getting the bus, take the stairs rather than the lift, walk to the park and eat lunch instead of working at your desk. There are lots of ways of incorporating movement into our day. Of course, for most of us, there isn't a single answer. We need to address both food and lifestyle and make changes. If you're stuck in a rut, take the time to assess the whole picture, food, stress, sleep and movement and see what changes you could make to help you on your weight loss journey. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sano Health Bursts. If you want to learn more, then subscribe to this podcast, to our newsletter, read our blogs, join our webinars or study with us. Visit our website at sanolife.co.uk or email us at learn at sanolife.co.uk to find out more and enroll on our courses. Start improving your health today and put the tips I've given you into practice. Then sana in compore sano, a healthy mind in a healthy body.